Hey everyone, welcome to Thriving Marriage with Mark and Bethany. This is our weekly discussion of marriage and family in the Christian life. And today we want to talk about kids, college, and what you can do today about those things. Uh, whether you have kids or not, mm-hmm. we want to talk about some principles that we think are important for you to put into place today to set your kids up for success when it comes time to send them off to college, if that be God's will for them. Yeah, because I think it sneaks up. I Actually, we're already talking about college with our oldest daughter. She's bringing it up. And it's like, <laughs> wait, how are we there? You know, I mean, it can sneak up on you. All of a sudden, they're gigantic. Well, so. <laughs> you say it sneaks up. We're, you know, we're at the halfway point with That's her true. from basically sending her to college. I guess not quite, but she's 10. And um, we do, we are starting to talk about it a little bit. Right. But, it's going to be a long way before she actually goes. That's true. That's true. But I'm just saying the things are out there. It's out. The kids are there. They're growing. They're going to be there. They're going to grow up. It's yeah. going to happen in a flash. There is something to be, say, to, to be said about the unanimous consensus among all parents of older kids. Yes. That is, it goes so fast, and before you know it, they're off to college. I mean, everyone <laughs> says that. Every single parent that has grown kids. I... I that's what they say. Yeah. Capture the moments. Enjoy him now. You're going to look back. You're going to want him back. It's like, okay, I just trust you. I just believe you. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because you can probably have all of these different parents with a variety of opinions about mm-hmm. parenting oh, and yes. a variety of experiences with their kids. I mean, everyone's got their own family, their own scenario and story to tell. But right. one thing they all have in common is it goes so fast and it's going to be here before you know it. So get ready now. It's true. Yeah, you hear that a lot. It's <laughs> everyone agrees. So we're, we're talking about how do you prepare your kids for college? And literally, maybe you don't even have a kid yet, mm-hmm. but it is time to start doing some of these things today. Yeah. If you really want to be able to send them off and um, be as ready as you can be and have them be as ready as they can be, then it starts today. Mm-hmm. And the first, we're just going to blaze through a couple quick things and then expand on our last point. The first one, and this is the obvious one, but you really should start praying today about your kid's future education. This is an important thing that you ought to intercede to the Lord on their behalf regarding. Yeah. I mean, I pray already for their future spouses. Yeah. I pray already for them learning to drive (laughs) or various elements of growing up and going out on their own. And this is one of the ways you can already begin to pray for them for. Just put it on that prayer list. Cycle it through. You know, there's all kinds of things to pray for, but make this be one of the elements. That's right. Pause right now. Pause the podcast and pray really quickly. Or right. f- for a long time, whatever. <laughs> you, you choose. <laughs> I won't limit however long you want to pray. Just, But seriously, pray for your kid and their future education in coming to know and understand the Lord and serving the Lord. Yeah, and I think that's just a principle in general. It's like we can look so much and pray about so much what's happening right in front of us. I mean, this kid is... I'm praying for them because they're really giving me a hard time in this area or learning to be, I mean, we just maybe tend to pray for the thing that is right in front of us with that child or even in our own lives, but there is a good need and it's a wisdom to look ahead in the future, realize that those years will go by and that there's things coming that are also important. Totally. Yeah. So a second thing we want to encourage you to do today is to begin saving (laughs) because I think college is expensive. Christian college is astronomically expensive. Yes. And so if 
Christian college is in the future for your kids, then you had better start saving now. And, you know, so, you know, we're not necessarily here to give financial advisor talk, Mm -hmm. but create, this is at the basic level, create an account for your kids yeah, and begin putting money into that account now, even if it's, you know, a small amount, but just on a recurring monthly basis so that you have some money in the piggy bank to send them to school with. Yeah. And I'm so glad really early on, I think about 14 years ago or even before I got married, maybe we were so encouraged by godly, wise people, start some savings, start some accounts. You don't think you have any money now, but trust me that as you, you know, grow and you have more kids and more, uh, you know, you buy a house, any, any of those things, those bigger things come, it's going to be harder and harder to say, I should start saving now for some of these big things. And I'm so glad because we just kind of did it I mean, we listened to the wisdom of other people and we went and sat before a financial advisor and was like, okay, what do we do? I mean, we're still paying off college loans. We're newly married. We're still in school even, but there was still something at the very beginning. I think it was such a small amount, like $20, (laughs) like something, but it's true. We still have that 20 bucks in an account somewhere. (laughs) But I mean, we started and that, that really grew into something bigger as the years going on, but the principle began. Yeah. 20 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Got to start somewhere. You have to. No, I think that's really good. And and it is funny for us to be sitting here. This is the year 2021, Mm -hmm. and we're talking about college education, which for some people it could be 10 years away, could be 20 years away. Right. In 10 or 20 years, college education might look very different from how it looks now. In fact, higher education is changing rapidly. There was all of these, you know, diagnoses that, you know, predictions that higher education was going to dramatically change over the next several years. And mm-hmm. then COVID came in 2020 uh-huh. yeah. and it sped up the timeline Right to the extent that, you know, some of the fears about the future of higher education are upon us now. Enrollments are lower and just things are changing. So yeah. we don't know exactly what all of those changes are going to look like but we do expect some significant changes to take place. And Mm -hmm. so um, we're kind of shooting in the dark here with what exactly it's going to look like, but it would be smart and wise to think ahead and pray now and save now for whatever Christian college or college might look like 10 to 20 years from now. Yeah, because if all of a sudden your first kid is a junior and the applications are there or whatever and your talk begins then, you're going to feel... Like you're not ready. Yeah, I, I you mean won't that be. You won't we be. won't be. Yeah, because it'll have been like, oh no, we waited till now. Now there's so much out there, and and we're we're not prepared. So that's right. And so our third principle, or our, our yeah, our third thing is to begin developing convictions and principles today mm-hmm. for what you want that education to look like later. Um, what I mean by that is take into consideration. What kinds of Christian, biblical, theological elements you want to be included in your child's future education? If you're a Christian parent, Mm -hmm. you should begin developing convictions now about your child's future education. And that, what I'm saying, is should include some kind of theological component to prepare them for the world, to prepare them to serve in the church, to prepare them to go through life as a Christian. Right. So if 
you know, whether they're going to go to a Christian college and get a degree from a Christian college, you're going to need to save a lot to, to do that. Yeah. Um, you know, or if they're going to go to a secular school and get a you know, degree in business and get a job in the business world, regardless, we're saying let's develop some principles that and convictions that you can have with you throughout your child's childhood that will catapult you, I think, to make some of these plans and preparations for uh, college later. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we already talk with our kids about these principles that we're trying to instill in them now, and we hope to continue those discussions as they get older and as we send them out, we make those college choices. And and that doesn't necessarily mean we're we're not saying now that it's that they have to be in a Christian school now or that they have to do some certain type of schooling now, but the way that you as the parent train and talk about and prepare them, that you're already developing those principles in the home, talking about those Christian principles in the home. That's right. And so we thought just we could kind of take the latter half of this episode and reflect on some of the good things some of the things yeah. that we appreciate yes. about having gone to Christian schools ourselves. Mm-hmm. So like I said, whether you're going to send your kid to a Christian school or not, we think there are some uh, classes that they ought to take at minimum in right. order to develop some of these things that we've gleaned from attending a Christian school. So Bethany, hit me with... Wh- <laughs> What's why, my top reason? Yeah. Why are you thankful you went to a Christian college? What did you learn? What was the benefit in your life then and today? Yeah. Well, my top reason is I met you. Boom. (laughs) That really is it. I mean, and actually part of wanting to go to a Christian college, if I'm being, you know, real honest, one motivation in thinking through, okay, that four years of my life where I am going to meet and date men and think about getting married and all of that. I knew that that was already on my mind. I mean, I wanted to be in a context where I could meet a godly man and I think you can meet a godly man at a secular school or a Christian school, but I just felt like if I'm at a Christian college, there's going to be a big pool out there of godly men that I could meet and potentially marry. And so I think one reason I'm so thankful for going to Christian college was meeting you, meeting you and and even the guys before you that I didn't like, that I didn't end up with. I'm glad I met them and realized, you know what? They're not you. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you realized that too. (laughs) I realized that I was waiting for you. You were the one that I was looking for. Yeah. It's a really important thing. I mean, chances are your kid is going to meet their spouse during their college years. And that's not necessarily going to happen. Um, They might meet their spouse in the church where they're attending when they're going to college or after. But for a lot of people, Mm -hmm. they're going to meet their spouse in college. And I want to put my kids in a context where I'm going to meet someone that loves the Lord. Right. Someone who shares their conviction about loving God and living for God. Yeah. So I think that's really important. And similarly, um, it's not just about your spouse, but it's about your friends. You're, You're going to make friends in college. And what kind of people are those friends going to be? Are they going to be people who influence you in a godly direction? Are they going to put pressure on you to make the right choices and do the right things, Mm -hmm. which is what happens in the Christian school environment? Right. Or are your friends at college going to influence you to rebel against the Lord and to make sinful choices? Which direction is the influence going to go? 
Yeah. I mean, we, the friends that we made, we still have many of those friendships. We still interact with many of those people. And those people are in churches around the world serving, or we, we still see them and our families still interact. And almost all, well, most of the friends that I made in college are still walking with the Lord, being faithful. And, and when we hang out with them or talk to them or message them or whatever, we're encouraging one another in our service to Christ. And how many times looking back in our youth ministry, um, our years of youth ministry, seeing students go to other schools or get involved in other groups at certain schools and seeing that influence drive them so far away from Mm -hmm. the faith that they grew up under. It's frightening. It is. Yeah, I mean, um, a large number, a large percentage of students that we watched profess faith in Christ. We watched make the right choices, do the right things, Read say Bibles. the right things, yes. go to college, and then drop it, leave it, forget it, deny it. So it is alarming. Yeah. And, and so sad. It's sad. <laughs> it's, and, yeah. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. And there, there really needs to be a genuine relationship with the Lord and a heart change. And so whether you go to a Christian college or not... Totally. <laughs> um, it's, it's, you can't put all the blame on college, but we are saying there is a serious influence, yes. and it could go one of two very different ways. I mean, we really did experience peer pressure to mm-hmm. do the right things. Yeah. And to make God to be a godly person. Yes, I mean that that was the environment where right. we went to school, and it's funny because a lot of people listening to this podcast, most people didn't go to a Christian school. Most people went to right. a secular school, and their experience is probably dramatically different. Yeah, yeah, but I mean that's part of my testimony, which I know I've shared on the podcast before. But I was at a place in my senior year knowing that I was really tempted to walk away or just kind of curious about what the world was like out there. Senior year of high school. Senior year of high school. And so that made a huge impact. I remember saying, I think I need to be at a Christian school because I need that, all those Christian friends around me to kind of push me in the right direction. And so getting to that Christian college and having those people talk about what they're learning, what sins they're struggling with, you know, what they read in the Bible, what they're studying. I mean, all of that environment was so helpful in really being a committed follower of Christ and understanding what it looked like and having other people around me to sharpen me and to become more like Christ yeah. and push me in that direction. So everything we've said so far about our experience has to do with who you're going to meet and who you're going to spend time with, right. a future spouse and friends. Right. We haven't even gotten into the content of what you're learning in Christian college atmospheres. Yeah. The, the Bible content, the theology, totally. the foundational theological things you're going to learn they're going to take with you for the rest of your life. Uh, I, I got to Bible college and I started studying the Bible and... It was amazing. I loved it. Yeah. I wanted to learn as much as I could, and and uh, I really cherished those years of studying the Bible mm-hmm. because a lot of those things that I learned are still with me today. There For are sure. theological foundations, convictions that I settled into in college that still are with me to this day and were with me right out of college when I worked in a in the business world. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, I know, worked in, in yeah. teaching. Oh, yeah. Uh, a At a public school. Public school. Fifth grade teacher, yeah. So we were equipped with knowledge and convictions that we took with us into the secular workplace. 
Yes. That we took with us into our neighborhoods yes. and into our various places outside of the church. And then it also equipped us with uh, things that we brought into the church, ways to serve, ways to contribute, mm-hmm. ways to be a helpful uh, member in the church. So yeah, I it, mean, yeah. Sorry. L- little did I know. I mean, I took a class called Women Counseling Women. I mean, how many times have those books or those teachings just developed what I'm going to do for many years in the church, talking with different women informally and formally? I mean, all the talk about world, Christian worldview, how the world, how to view the world through a Christian lens, through what the Bible says. I mean, there's so many classes. There's so many books, too. We even talk about the books, which I'm oh, shocked yeah. because, you know, you're... You're the book guy. <laughs> yeah, we still have some of those books, right? Well, I still have some of those books. I still reread or go back to some of those books or reference them or, or share them with other people. I mean, those books, those textbooks and Christian living books that we read were foundational and developing the way I view life and the way I view my ministry and do my ministry. Totally. I will never forget, uh, I have a, a book in my office Systematic Theology by Wayne Grudem, and I spilled a huge cup of coffee on it in my dorm room. I was reading it, burning the midnight oil, reading my theology book, and I spilled like a whole cup of coffee. And so that book, it still has the battle scars of uh, my (laughs) college reading of it. And I've gone back to that book several times since then, but that's one of many that I have on my shelf that I got as a college student. Right. So there are a number of good reasons to take some Christian college classes, if you don't get a full degree, we're saying put your child in an atmosphere where they're going to be around other Christians Mm -hmm. studying the Bible at the college level. Yes. And maybe you do a one year before they go to secular school, maybe you maybe you fit this in their the tail end of their senior year or the summer after, right? Or, or maybe they do their full degree in a Christian college atmosphere. We just think that some of these principles are really important. And yeah. the reason this came up as a podcast topic mm-hmm. for us today is because two days ago we had our uh, official ribbon cutting for Compass Bible Institute, our, our Bible Institute that's attached here to Compass Bible Church. And and so we opened up the college right. officially on Sunday. And so it's fresh in our minds. It's exciting. We are optimistic about the future of Compass Bible Institute. And we think that Compass Bible Institute could be the exact place to hit these targets that we've identified here at an affordable cost. But accessible to our kids. I mean, our kids are sitting here holding CBI balloons as like five-year-olds and they want to go to CBI. They're excited. And I think some of their friends here at church are as well. And so we want to prepare them uh, well to do this stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've already been saying, hey, you know, CBI and maybe, maybe a community college side by side, or maybe one year CBI and the kids the kids are already thinking, that's where I want to go. That's where I want to be, and, and that's what I want to learn about. And I just think about the classes that are offered. I mean, all kinds of ways to prepare them to either serve in the church, which we pray and hope that they do, yeah. to serve in their communities, to be a light for the gospel, and to, to go work out in the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know the workplace is got a lot of pressures to do things against what the Bible says. A lot of gossip opportunities, a lot of nagging and tearing down your boss, I mean, and just lying and, you know, cheating. I mean, I don't know. There's just all kinds of ways that when you're in that workplace environment that they're going to be tested with their faith. And I want them to go out having that Christian conviction, having that Christian knowledge, and having 
be equipped to go whatever their place may be coming at it with some Christian education background. That's right. So <clears throat> so enroll in CBI yeah. today for your kids. <laughs> yeah, just, just start now. I mean, that should have been on one of our points. No. Pray, save, and enroll. <laughs> That's right. Well, thanks so much for joining us, and we will talk to you next time. See ya. See ya.